when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. So today I'm going to do a special podcast. One of the things I've learned in business is to work to your strengths and hire to your weaknesses. In order for me to effectively communicate my clients' messages, I employ people who have a passion and skill set that helps my client get their messages heard better. So today we're going to explore how people use their talents like artists, where artists use a paintbrush to paint on a canvas. These people use their skills to communicate with words, with audio, with video, with pictures, and with data. So today I'm going to do some special interviews with people who work with and for me to help my clients get their messages out there more efficiently. And we're going to start with a wordsmith who uses words, sentences, and paragraphs to help clients visualize your message. All right, Jen. So tell me about you and your company. What's the name of the company and where are you based out of? Hi, I am Dr. Jennifer Kapler. So the name of the company is uh, the Content Contortionist under the DM Woman LLC. I am based out of uh, Grafton, Illinois, just north of St. Louis. What do you focus on? What's the main thing that you do? Writing. I do a lot of writing. Writing to bring awareness. And there's a lot in that. I do research writing. I do technical writing. And... I do blog writing, ebooks. Mm-hmm. So, what's your audience goal with that? What are you trying to achieve? Awareness, yeah, raising awareness. And then, what's your medium? What's the what do you paint with? What do you draw with? What do you do? Words. I draw with words. For me, words are powerful. Words are more powerful than many things. Um, how you say it, what you say. When you're speaking it out loud, the inflection, and even in reading it, you can read inflection. Um, You can read between the lines. There's a lot of power in words. Excellent. So what's the canvas? How How do you distribute those words? Sometimes it's distributed through the writing that I do for organizations, um, whether it's their eBooks, their blogs. For me, it's um, books, eBooks, blogs, and it's targeted pretty much to audiences, like who's going to read this technical manual, who's going to read this blog about leadership, who's going to read this research journal about leadership, who's going to read um, this ebook about grief. It's available to all, not all are interested in the topic. So there's a lot of targeting. Excellent. How does it affect people once they've consumed what you do? What's the result? Some of the results, uh, it, well, it depends upon what the audience is. The technical, there's some, I think I need that in my life uh, to make my business run smoother, more efficient. 
Um, in leadership, there's there's a good deal of aha moments. <laughs> the oh, that's interesting. I wonder what would happen if I implemented that in my leadership style. Or um, in grieving, there's a lot of assistance. Um, empathy is a big one when it comes to writing about grief or life in general. So the bottom line is what I'm hearing from you is to educate, inform, and to tickle people's imagination. <laughs> There's a lot of that, yes. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. So I'm sure you've heard the adage, a picture is worth a thousand words. But a lot of times a picture can help people paint an image around words that have been written. It brings new meaning and gives people an emotional connection to the messages that you're trying to present. Next up, we'll talk to a photographer and graphic artist. Uh, my name is John Tulipano. I'm the owner of JLT Photography. I specialize primarily in headshots, family images, and uh, portraits of uh, many of our local first responders, police, and firefighters. All right, John, what is the audience goal? What are you trying to achieve with your art? Well, I guess it depends on the client. If it's a family, you know, I want to capture a moment where they're enjoying themselves, whether it's in a park or a forest preserve, and I want something for them to cherish when they look at that to remember that particular point in time. With firefighters and police, I'm really capturing history of the department. Obviously, many departments are 50, 60, 70, 100 years old, depending on the, the size of the municipality. Um, I'm capturing a moment in time because some people retire after 20, 25 years, and you have younger guys coming in to replace those particular guys. So most departments have a, a specific amount in their roster, say 50 is an example. And every year, four or five people could retire, and they would hire four or five people in their place. So I'm, I'm capturing history in time. So it's, it's a history thing in, in, my, in my book. So what's the medium? What kind of, what do you paint with? Well, primarily with the camera, but depending on the image, again, depending on the client, it could be a different lens. It could be a longer lens. It could be a shorter lens. It could be a portrait lens. Those are probably the different pieces of medium that I would use. And then, of course, you have lights as well. And depending on if it's a portrait versus if it's a family outside, we bring lights with, but obviously we would light people differently. With, it. with that being said, what is the canvas that you display this artwork on? How do people consume what you do? Well, I personally like things to be printed. I want clients to have something tangible in their hands. Clients like digital copies of some of the images to put on social media to show some of their family that may not see the print on the wall. Uh, but I like to have something tangible in their hands along with the print. The social media images don't last very long because social media turns over so quickly. Print on the wall lasts a lifetime, and those prints can be handed down to the children or the younger generation, to the children to say, you know, here, here's what you look like when you were five or when you were 10 years old, and this is what mom and dad look like. So with the art that you create, what is the result that you're trying to achieve? How does it affect people? What have you seen? Well, when you show an, an image to a mom or a dad, it's more of the moms that if they start to tear up, I've done my job. Um, they love what they see. They love that moment in time that's been captured and I'll cherish those type of images forever and forever. I can go two different directions with the firefighters. Number one is we talked about history, but it's also something for the families that an individual picture of a print of their father, son, husband, wife, 
on the wall at home. So it's something for the family to cherish as well. So it can go really two different directions. One thing I've learned over 40 years of doing marketing is that words on a page are different than words that are spoken. And included with that, you can add even more emotion and more meaning by adding music and sound effects. So audio is a tool, just like this podcast, to communicate messages in a different way. Our next interview is somebody who's been doing marketing for over 40 years, and his name is Brian Basilico. Hey, Brian, what is your goal in trying to create audio for people? Thanks for asking. Think of audio as a tool to take words off of the page and bring them to life. When people read words, they interpret it one way, but when people hear somebody speaking, there's an art to timing and emphasis and even something simple as an um that can either enhance or get in the way of a message. So the goal is to help people understand the message better. Nice. So what is the medium that you use to get the message across? Well, Brian, it's, it's a combination of a handful of different things. It could be the spoken word. It could be music. It could be silence. It could be sound effects. Each one of those help create a theater in the mind. So it becomes kind of like the palette of colors. And there is an art to blending those palettes together to create emotion, but also to make sure that the words are understood. Gotcha. So what is the canvas that you use to deliver audio? Well, it used to be good quality speakers, but nowadays it could be a car or earbuds or headphones or a TV or, you know, computer speakers. You have to be able to blend those audio elements so that they sound good across all of those different platforms. And you have to make sure, most importantly, that the words are understood and paced out in a way that is not being interrupted by the other elements. Okay, that makes sense. So what is the end result? What does audio do as far as a artist medium? Well, Brian, it's really there to create a theater of the mind and a well-read piece with good music and sound effects helps enhance a message in ways that can't be done with just pictures. So if somebody is looking for a multimedia experience, whether it's just audio or audio and images, it becomes a, a bedrock of the message getting across. Thanks, Brian. Well, that was kind of crazy, but I do love interviewing myself. After all, I've run recording studios for years and audio has always been in my blood. So the next person I want to talk to is somebody who combines images and audio and more to create a complete immersion of multimedia that can be used in various different ways. 
Next up, a professional videographer and video editor. Yeah, my name is Andrew Shones. My business is called Both Hand Pictures. We're a video production and photography company. We do all kinds of verticals, I guess you want to say. Uh, and, uh, you know, anything from higher education to nonprofits to uh, small businesses. We like to tell stories. I love that. From a visual artist, what is the goal that you're trying to get across to the audience? Uh, the goal of generally, it just depends on the project, you know, but generally it's to uh, evoke some sort of response, uh, create some sort of action, you know, whether that's uh, awareness or somebody to purchase a product or a service. The, the, the content that I produce really depends on the end game of the client and what they want a customer to, to do. Andrew, what kind of medium do you use to get that message across to the audience? Uh, I use video photography and audio to capture the story of the product or the service that the client is asking for. And the most important part of it is the person or the product and making that look good. With the medium that you're using, what is the canvas? How is that shown to the audience? Sure. You know, it's great. And I can go into this in a lot of detail, how it's changed over the years. But generally, most people are watching stuff on their computer or on their phone. But I also produce content that winds up in commercials. So it's on TV. So the medium is all across the space. I've also put stuff up on a billboard. You know, they have digital billboards now. So there are so many different places that my work can wind up. It's amazing. And so how does what you do affect the people that it's directed at? So generally, like, so I just recently produced a, a video for Elmhurst University on their 150th anniversary. And it included lots of interviews, voiceover, historical images, images of the campus, music, and all of that combined was really the goal was just to kind of create a emotion. Yeah. I mean, the ultimate goal of the videos that I produce is to get people to feel something and hopefully want them to act in a certain way, you know, whether that's to give, to purchase or to feel connected to a brand. Awesome. Thank you. So whether you're trying to deliver words or audio, or pictures, or images, or a combination of all of the above. There's an art to getting people to pay attention to it. So next up, we're going to talk with somebody who specializes in doing social media specifically to make sure that all that energy of the other artists is noticed. Hi, I'm Svetlana Lane, and I'm the owner of Amadeus Virtual Solutions, and I provide virtual assistant services. My favorite services to provide are the creative services, including social media management, marketing, and also a graphic design like web design as well. What is your audience goal when you're doing social media? What are you trying to get them to see? We want to get their attention 
and specifically, you know, that then that person will stop scrolling and be able to take note and then start reading the caption. Awesome. So what is the medium that you use to actually paint the picture for the audience? So we use images, texts, and videos to get people's attention on their newsfeed. So what is the, the canvas when you say newsfeed? What does that mean? How are you using that canvas to get attention? Well, the newsfeed is a collection of whoever that person has subscribed to's posts. So you want to stand out from all those posts. And that's the canvas that you are going to put the post on is that person's news feed. So what's the result with your art? What are we trying to get the audience to achieve? We ultimately want the audience to stop scrolling to engage with the post and then click on the post and, you know, get more information from it. So this next piece is a little hard to imagine as art. It's data. But this next person really does turn data into art. She turns raw numbers into charts and graphs and tables and helps customers to visualize the effectiveness and the execution of getting their messages across to their audiences. I am Brenda Christopher with Excel Your Business, and I am a creative solutionist. I help people to embrace the numbers and data in their business and to use that information to help them make better business decisions. When you're creating art, what is your goal? What do you want the audience to see or experience? My goal is to take raw data and really turn it into a visual representation of the information that they're looking to gain out of their business, whether it's their financial information, whether it's their customer data, social media analytics, whatever that is, and to help them see it in a way that makes sense to them. I really want my spreadsheets to be an extension of my client's business so that it's not rows and columns of boring data that they don't want to look at when they open their computer. They're actually excited to look at and see the information so that they can analyze and do something with it rather than having to be the ones to pull all the information together from ground zero. Excellent. So what is the medium that you're using to paint this picture for them? The medium is the raw data that comes from their CRM, from their accounting system, from whatever sales trackers they're using, sales software, social media analytics outputs, any source of raw data, even receipts and things written on scratch paper. Awesome. When you take that medium, what is the canvas? What is the thing that people are consuming? The canvas would be the spreadsheet or, you know, I, I work in Excel primarily, but I also do work in Google Sheets. And I, my goal is to make the end result not feel like a spreadsheet. I want it to have more of a polished report look and feel, charts, graphs, tables, and have it be visually branded for my clients so that, again, they have that, that visual that makes sense to them. And so that's my canvas. I don't get to play with watercolors or anything like that, but... Um, really turning spreadsheets into a work of art is what I do. 
That is so cool. So what is the final result? What effect does this have on the businesses that use your service? Clarity around their numbers is a big thing. Being able to easily identify gaps in in data or looking at profitability in a way that shows them more of the overall picture of their business is something that I do for a lot of my clients. Not just the financial P&L piece, but really kind of looking at your business as a whole, looking at all the moving parts of your business and being able to see those results and then do something with them is really the end result that I want my clients to get is to be able to look at that information and make really informed business decisions that help increase their profits, increase their productivity, and increase their peace of mind. I love it. So I hope you found this helpful. But one of the things I want you to think about is here is a bunch of different artists with passion about what they do. It's kind of like an orchestra where you have brass and woodwinds and strings and percussion. They all can stand alone, but when you blend them together, it forms a music. And from the creation of the word to the measuring of the data, all of these things work together in concert. So, what's your art and how do you express it? Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon.